on episode 366 of Nintendo Switchcraft. What I've been playing, Be Kind Rewind, non-Tendo, plus a bunch of feedback from you guys. Those story and more, those stories and more, on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Jenny from New South Wales, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft! Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Rascal. Join Rascal and the other patrons and get my content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. And that, that voicemail you heard at the beginning of the show, you can leave one just like it by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Oh my goodness, everybody. Welcome back to Switchcraft. I, I, I want to start off by talking about a lot of games that I've been playing uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Now, all of these will have uh, first looks that are over on my uh, YouTube channel so that you can you can see the gameplay and my first uh, interaction with the game over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. But let's talk about the games that I've been playing. Uh, we'll start with Virtua Racing. Virtua Racing is a game that I dumped, oh my God, so much money into when I was a kid, uh, it, it had this, if I'm remembering correctly, it had this cool, uh, thing where you could sit down in the car and I believe you could like see the spoiler behind the seat and the one that I was, uh, at, at our arcade anyway. And like, I think there was a series of four of them side by side and, uh, they were all linked together and you would sit down, you would put in your quarters. I think it was like a full dollar to play, uh, virtual racing, but it was this, it was basically the, like up until, uh, virtual racing, all the games kind of looked like outrun, which is not a bad thing, but it was, you know, very 16 bit style racing games, no polygons to be seen. And virtual racing had those polygons and oh my God, uh, this game is so much fun uh, I, I was a huge fan of it back in the day, and I'm I'm still a fan of it uh, today. Uh, but it just looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it, you know, they've upresed everything, so it looks just really, really good. I'm showing the the video of uh, of of my gameplay uh, to the YouTube people right now. Uh, it, it it the bright colors just jump off the screen, and everything looks super super clean. Uh, it's very, very fun. If you like old school, um, uh, racing games where you have to get to the end, uh, before the time runs out in order to get the checkpoint to keep going, then this is definitely a game for you. If you're looking for something a little more modern, but also kind of in that same arcade genre, then I would say horizon chase turbo, uh, definitely has better graphics. Uh, definitely has better sound, but for me, the nostalgia for, for this game is real. And I just, 
I just really, really love this game. And I'm going to be playing a lot of it. Of course, I had my son come up yesterday and we sat down and we played a little bit of it. And he was he was so very bored. Uh, he did not care. So I, I feel like if you don't have a nostalgia uh, a, a pull for the nostalgia for this game. You might not enjoy it all that much, but for me, I loved it. And if you got a bunch of people that might want to play a racing game together, this has eight player split screen multiplayer, uh, and it's really cool. So uh, that's um, uh, virtual racing from Sega Ages, and it does have online multiplayer. Although I did not, I was unable to get a a game online with anybody. Uh, so there's that. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about a roguelike game that I I was playing a little bit of this morning. Uh, I wanted to get my head around more of the game from my first look. The first look, the tutorial, uh, which uh, was was hilarious. Like it's got some really really funny stuff uh, in the tutorial, and but I wanted to play a little bit more before I talked about it on the show. So I spent about an hour and a half, roughly, uh, streaming uh, Streets of Rogue this morning. And it is a roguelike game. Everything is procedurally generated. You you pick your character, uh, and then uh, the the levels are procedurally generated. So every time you play through, it's different. Um, you know the rewards you get for your your missions are are uh, randomized. The rewards you get for your missions are randomized. So this is the kind of game that has basically infinite replayability because it's always randomized. Now, something else that it has, which is kind of cool, it has online multiplayer, although the game just came out yesterday. I did try and find a multiplayer game. I was unable to find one. That might be because nobody has it yet. I'm not sure. Uh, But I wasn't able to test the multiplayer. Uh, What else? Oh, it has a a daily run. So every single day uh, that you play the game, it's going to give you uh, this daily, basically a set map a set character a set loadout and a set set of missions and everybody will compete to see who can who can get through all of the game or or all get get farthest uh the do the best and have like the 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 like be on the leaderboards if that if that makes sense it's got a really cool art style uh that i like a lot and uh 16 a little bit better than 16 bit very um i mean we've seen games like this i I believe somebody in chat said uh said that that you should that it reminded them of hammer watch in its art style and i would definitely agree with that although a little bit a, a little bit higher uh yeah dj three stripes in chat is saying it's 20 bit uh which i can agree with that that makes that makes a lot of sense to me it's pretty fun, and if you like the roguelike genre, then you will probably enjoy Streets of Rogue. Uh, it's $20 on the Nintendo Switch eShop. Uh, by the way, Virtual Racing is $8, I think, on the Nintendo Switch eShop. And it, uh, you know, for $20, I felt like, for me, I felt like it was a little too expensive. But if you, like, really, really love the genre and you're going to be playing this because it's just everything's randomized you could just play it forever it felt a little repetitive to me and that was after only an hour but it was still fun and there were some funny moments uh that happened in the game so it's definitely something that you might want to check out i think that they would do well to have a demo that would let you play 
a uh, you know a level to to see exactly what it's like for you, uh, and then you could make up your mind. That's this is definitely a game I think would benefit uh, from a demo. Uh, speaking of games that uh, you can play for free, um, you know, if if this uh, if Streets of Rogue had a demo, uh, but speaking of games that you can play for free, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Mario World, which is now out on the <clears throat> iOS. I believe it's also out on Android. Uh, I I put out a video uh, talking about my, my thoughts on it, so I'm not going to talk too long on it. If you want to check out the full video, you can find it over at my uh, uh, my YouTube channel. But I, I want to say that the gameplay is pretty good. Uh, didn't really hold my attention. Like, I recorded my video, and then after recording my video, I didn't play it again. Like, I'm, I just didn't find it to be terribly interesting. If, if you were to ask me, I would say, you know, you're much better off just grabbing your Switch, loading up your NES... Um, your NES games on your Switch and playing Dr. Mario there. Uh, that's a much more fun way to play. And um, and I just felt like the monetization uh, model that they're going after with Dr. Mario World on the iOS and Android uh, uh, app stores is just, it's too aggressive. And I, I know that people there's going to be people who say, Bill... I've played Fire Emblem Heroes for two or three years, and I've never spent a dime. Or, hey, Bill, I've played Animal Crossing, and I never spend any money. That's great. That's, that's, that's wonderful that you found a way to enjoy those games that way. For me, I am uninterested. I want to give a developer money for a game, and in return, be able to play a game without these predatory... Uh, uh, monetization models uh, coming after us, trying to nickel and dime us to death, trying to hide from us how much that we've spent. I just don't like it. And yes, I know that there's going to be people who say, Bill, Nintendo tried to do it the way that you want and nobody listened. And and, uh, you would be 100% right. Nintendo tried to give us Super Mario Run. They tried to charge us $10 for it. And they were met with hostility from... Uh, the internet, uh, what a surprise that people on the internet were hostile, uh, about something like that. But I still think that I would, I would prefer if Nintendo, you know what? No, that's not true. Nintendo, go ahead and keep making your, um, your free to play, uh, garbage monetization model games that have good gameplay, but, uh, have predatory monetization uh, go ahead and keep doing that. I'm not going to play them. I'll try them, and then I'll quite quickly delete them from my device because they're just not that good. Um, Stranger Things. I I have to preface this by saying, everybody, 100%, no spoilers from me, okay? Uh, I have watched in all of Stranger Things Season 3. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and all I will say is that I have been playing the Stranger Things uh, game on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's based on Season 3, so uh, I'm not going to even put any footage up on the screen. It is very 16-bit adventure-style game. Each character, they have different attacks. They have different abilities. 
uh, and you know you can you can you can hit a button and and switch between your main characters in your party. Uh, you unlock party members over time as you go through the um, uh, how do I want as you go through the story you unlock other party members. So you know you'll unlock this character and then they can open doors for you that are were previously locked. Um, the combat. I would say is very, very repetitive, uh, but the story is fun and the way that they are approaching the story of the, of season three in the game is also really fun. Like there's a, there's a moment in, in the game where you are clearly given a choice and uh, you can choose between all of these different options. And a lot of them are funny but they don't have any real impact on the story as a whole. And I think that that's because what are they going to do? They want to tell the story of the game. They can't let you uh, derail that story of, uh, or the story of the show. I'm sorry. They can't let you derail that story by doing crazy things, but they still let you say the crazy things, which I think is kind of cool. I played... Uh, 20 or 30 minutes of it and then I sat down and I watched my son play for I don't know like four hours of it it seemed like it was like he he was playing through a lot of it uh and you know he would get stuck on something and I'd be like well okay let's see if we can figure it out and we would figure it out together uh we he didn't quite finish it uh I don't know if he will Uh, it seems like I asked him yesterday I go do you want to play more stranger things and he's like nah that's okay uh but but it's cool uh it's I don't know how much it is actually let me look nintendo.com I want to see how much it is uh because I can't remember stranger things here we go stranger things 3 the game is I'm $20 on the nintendo switch it's pretty fun I love the art style uh and overall I think it's a pretty cool game if you've watched the show if you don't watch the show I would say avoid it because it's really a lot of fan service, it feels like. Um, and there, there's there's just some fun moments. So I, I like it, and I would recommend it for 20 bucks, but only if you've watched the show. All right, so those are the games that I've been playing. Let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a new feature for Nintendo's Switch Online Nintendo Entertainment System. All right, stick around. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my goodness, Nintendo, they gave us 
the most requested feature. Are you guys ready? This is the feature that everybody's been waiting for, for Nintendo Switch Online. All right? And I know everybody's like, oh my God, really? Are we going to get Super Nintendo games? No, no, no. Nintendo's got something better planned. What do they have planned? A rewind button. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and they, they put, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't do a direct for this because this is just, I don't care. Um, I, this doesn't interest me at all. There is a rewind feature. It comes out on the 17th, so in four days. And, you know, we've seen this in other, what's the word I'm looking for? In, we've seen this in other emulators. Uh, one example would be, uh, Sega Genesis Classics. You can hold down a button, and I, I love the way that they do it in Sega Genesis Classics. They make it so that as you uh, go back, everything looks like it's rewinding an old VHS tape, and then when you let go, you're right back where you are. Nintendo didn't even do that. They they built this this rewind button where basically I think what this is doing is it is just doing an automatic save state every couple of seconds and then you can just go back into those save states to go to you know if you mess up in the game uh you can go back like 15 20 seconds or so and uh have that not be the case so i'm not excited about this sure i think it's fine that it's there i i can't remember the last time outside of playing dr mario with my wife because that's the game that she really likes to play um I can't see myself opening up the Nintendo Entertainment System app on my Nintendo Switch anytime soon. You know, when it first came out, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool being able to play these games online. I tried to do a tournament. Uh, you know, they had the new volleyball game come out for the for uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. And I was like, hey, everybody, why don't we do a tournament? And, uh, you know, that, that would be fun. We can play against each other online in these old NES games. And only two people signed up. And it's because people just don't care about Nintendo Entertainment System games. And I bet that if we got a Super Nintendo game, people would be super excited about it. And I didn't mean to do the super joke there. Uh, I just, I think Nintendo, they really, you know, at the recent investors call, they said, we know that we need to um, sell this better. And I'm paraphrasing. And I don't think that they... I don't think that they understand that this is not what we want. We don't really care about this rewind feature. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys are all really, really excited for the rewind feature. Uh, but for me, uh, I, I just find it kind of disappointing. Uh, so last episode, I was going to talk about the Nintendo download, but I talked too long, of course. So... Uh, every Thursday, Nintendo puts out the Nintendo download, and uh, I usually go through parts of it and point things out. Uh, so let's take a look at the Nintendo download, which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com, uh, and just look for the Nintendo download once you're there. Uh, so I, if you want to see the whole thing, then that's where you'll find it, but here's a few of the, uh, of the important parts from it. Dragon Quest Builders 2 comes out on July 12th. Uh, that would be yesterday, so it's already out. Um, I did not pick it up only because I like I looked at this and I was like, man, 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 this game looks so fun. I played the demo. The demo was really fun. But with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 coming out, 
next week, I think. I could be wrong. Uh, and, um, uh, oh, God, uh, Fire Emblem coming out at the end of the month. Like, those two games right there, they're going to soak up all my time. So I, I just I couldn't justify buying Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, however, I will say this. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2, I know for a fact that uh, Lloyd of of um of nintendo pulse uh he picked it up because he and i were talking about it so i I would make sure that you guys check out his podcast because he's going to be talking about it on his show uh i'm sure uh god eater 3 also came out july 12th uh it says here devour monsters monstrous gods with your allies the latest numbered entry in the popular God Eater franchise has finally come to the Nintendo Switch system. Now you can experience the game's intriguing story, distinct characters, and stylish high-end combat wherever you're on alone and with friends. Um, I've never heard of the God Eater franchise. Have you guys? Uh, Nintendo mentioned the Dr. Mario World and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Um... Let's see, what else did they say? Bouncy Bullets comes to Nintendo Switch on July 12th. Distrust comes out on July 16th. Uh, July 16th is also going to see Forklift the Simulation. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Lethal League Blaze uh, came out on July 12th. Uh, Let's Sing 2019 is available on July 16th, along with Lost Orbit Terminal Velocity. Uh, Streets of Rogue and Super Mutant Alien Assault also came out on July 12th. And July 17th is going to have Let's Go Nuts. Uh, And then, this is actually pretty surprising to me. New this week on the Nintendo 3DS, sketchy snowboarding for the Nintendo Switch, or for the 3DS. Uh, Oh my god, this looks hideous. Uh, if you are watching the video right now, you are not going to believe what you see. This looks like, I mean, you know what? I think it's clever what they've decided to go for here, but oh my God, this looks awful. Uh, so if you remember, if you're old like me, uh, back in the day, I remember playing this, this game on my Commodore 64 where you were, or no, on my old Windows machine where you were skiing down a slope and you would push the arrow keys to go back and forth and slalom back and forth. So this looks like that, but everything has been drawn by what seems to be a six-year-old or something. I think is very clever. Uh, how much is this? It's $3. If you've got a 3DS, uh, you know what? I don't know if you can buy... Uh, with gold coins on the 3DS. And because uh, I don't have any gold coins left, I just spent them on virtual racing. Uh, but if you've got 300 gold coins, maybe you can pick up sketchy snowboarding for the 3DS. And uh, if you do, let me know what you think of it because this just looks so adorable and awful all at the same time. Uh, okay. Uh, I've got three stories that i want to hit real quick uh number one you can now preload astral chain uh on uh, nintendo switch this is coming to us from japanese nintendo.com uh preloads are now live for astral chain on the on the japanese nintendo switch eShop. Uh, it comes in at 9.6 gigabytes. It has Japanese, English, Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Korean, and Chinese. The full game launches on August 
30th. On August 30th, you're going to actually be able to play Astral Chain. I know that there's a lot of people who are very, very excited for that. We've got a tweet from Sabotage QC, which are the developers of The Messenger. Uh, They say The Messenger's Picnic Panic DLC is now out. Get it on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PC for free today. So if you already have The Messenger, you can get some DLC for free uh, and uh, make sure that you check that out uh, if that's something that you are interested in. Uh, We also got, uh, oh, Ben, uh, Ben and Max tweeted at me. Uh, they said yes with many exclamation points, and uh, they they were basically retweeting something from Nibelon that says new Super Monkey Ball for Switch, PS4, and PC is being listed on Korean ratings boards, as well as a following a Taiwanese listing. So we should hear something about that soon. If you've never played Super Monkey Ball, it's this game where you are a monkey inside a giant plastic ball think like a hamster ball and you have to roll down uh different slopes and stuff think like marble madness and pick up bananas along the way and it's really really fun uh and and i think it would be a really amazing experience to play on the nintendo switch you know you hold the joy con in your hand oh you know what would be even even more amazing and there's no way that they would do this but it would be amazing if they let you use the Pokeball Plus as your controller because it's the shaped like a ball and you could just move around this ball. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, man. Uh, hey, uh, developers of Super Monkey Ball, that one's free, all right? Just use my idea. Uh, get a hold of um, Nintendo and see if they'll let you do that. All right, guys, it's time for Nintendo. Every week on Saturday, I grab some of the non-Nintendo-related stories because there's more to gaming than just Nintendo. Uh, and I want to talk about that uh, real quick. So first off, let's get out our torches and pitchforks to talk about Shenmue 3. Shenmue 3 uh, is this really cool... Well, Shenmue was this really cool game I played back on the Dreamcast. And on the... uh, Well, I never played Shenmue 2, but now Shenmue 3 was kickstarted in order to get funded. And it's coming out somewhat soon. And, you know, they've been getting a lot of blowback from some of the decisions that EaseNet, the developer, has been making. Um... This is really uh, bananas to me. There's there's one thing that is ticking a lot of people off that I think that people just need to let go of. And then the second thing is really stupid. Uh, so the first thing is that if you pre if you are a supporter of the game, you are getting a different game than people who are pre-ordering the game, if that makes sense. So let's let's pretend that I was a Kickstarter backer. All right, I'm getting some exclusive stuff. Cool, that makes sense. However, let's say that I'm not a a, a Kickstarter backer and I just go into a store and pre-order Shenmue 3. There are pre-ordering bonuses that those people get that the Kickstarter backers don't get. And I would say that kickstarting the game being a Kickstarter supporter, that is kind of like doing a pre-order. So I think that they should get those things. And of course, the people who kickstarted the game are very upset about this kind of uh, thing where 
you know, the people who are pre-ordering it, who didn't kickstart it, are not getting it or are getting stuff that they're not. I, I think that the the people who kickstarted it should get the pre-order uh, deals. All right. The, the other thing that people are upset about is that they're not going to be getting uh, the people who do the who did the Kickstarter won't be getting access to the DLC uh, and additional content that is included in the deluxe edition. Now, that doesn't bother me. That is DLC. That is extra stuff that you only get if you paid a certain amount of money. Now, if you I feel like if you paid the same amount as because you like you, when you do a Kickstarter, you can pay different amounts. If you paid the the amount that the deluxe edition costs, then you should get access. You should basically be getting the deluxe edition um, with the extra stuff that Kickstarter people get. Uh, but, you know, if you paid sixty dollars to support the game and that's how much the game costs and, you know, you shouldn't be expecting the DLC, which would cost over and above that, at least in, in, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, they've been in the news a lot lately because they're they're getting people they're ticking people off left and right, and it makes me not trust that company because they're just they continue to make these bad choices, at least in my opinion, bad choices. One more non Nintendo story that I want to talk about is um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, which is a game I am incredibly excited for uh, coming to the PS4. Uh, next March, I'm like I want to do cartwheels for this. Uh, so excited for Final Fantasy VII remake. There were there was uh, Xbox Germany's Facebook page uh, posted a video that claimed that Final Fantasy VII remake would be appearing on the Xbox One on March third, twenty twenty. That's the launch date of uh, the of the PS4 version. Um, but uh, that was quickly taken down, and Square Enix said that is not the case. Uh, Xbox uh, apologized for the mix-up, but it seems like it's still a PS4 exclusive. Now, the thing that makes me suspect that the Xbox thing was, yes, it was definitely a mistake, but I do think that Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to the Nintendo, or not to the Nintendo Switch, uh, to Xbox and probably PC and maybe Nintendo Switch in, in like some other form in a couple of years, um, is the fact that when they first announced it, it said coming first to PlayStation 4. So that tells me that it's going to be coming to other platforms at some point. There's got to be other platforms that they're going to port it to eventually but it seems like it's a timed exclusive probably sony ponied up a bunch of dough to square enix and they said here here's a big pile of money uh keep it on our platform for a while and release it on other stuff later now why wouldn't they just say oh well it's coming out on these other platforms later because a lot of people then would say, oh, well, I'm not going to buy it because I would prefer to play it on PC or I would prefer to play it on uh, Xbox One or whatever, or maybe Google Stadia. You know, uh, I would prefer to play it on this other platform that's not PS4, so I'm not going to buy it on PS4, and therefore their sales would be lower. Uh, So that's why they're not going to say that it's going to come to other places until after the launch. Uh, once the launch happens, I, I, I anticipate probably three or four months after launch happens, 
uh, they'll say, by the way, we're going to be porting this to other platforms. Uh, and this is when they'll be coming out. It's a typical thing. I, I hate when uh, gaming console manufacturers go to a developer and they say, here's a big pile of money. Don't put your game someplace else. That drives me crazy. I don't like that. Now, if if uh, Sony went to Square and say, here's a pile of money. Make Final Fantasy VII Remake. We're footing the bill, so it'll be on ours. That's different. That's saying make a game and publish it on our on, on our system. I don't like when it when they say here's money so that you don't publish it on some other system. I think that that's that's just I don't know. That's just pretty pretty damn lame. All right, so we're already at thirty minutes. Uh, that was the Nintendo segment. Uh, I'm gonna take all of the feedback that like I got a bunch of emails and a bunch of tweets. Then we're gonna do a a light switch, which will come out uh, tomorrow. Okay, so. Uh, let's wrap this show up. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And you get a hold of me through email at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you are looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. Thank you very much for listening or watching if you're on YouTube or Twitch. And you guys are awesome. I'll see you. Bye-bye.